Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Bethlehem, in the Word. As I'm saying, throughout the year of 2013, and God has done some things to help us to get it right, get right as a church, and Looking forward to 2014, where God's going to enable us to share the love. Amen. This might be the change on the series entitled Getting Right with Moving North. And we stand on this word in Deuteronomy 2 2 and 3. And the Lord spoke to me and said, You have circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north. And we've been encouraging people throughout this time, this month, we're always in the mindset of, of, of breaking the chains of, when we talk about New Year's resolutions, some Christians don't believe in them, but many of the resolutions, I think, are, are, are biblical and godly resolutions. When you, when you think about stop smoking and you think that's not a good New Year's resolution, it's probably one of the best ones you can have. Because the body, our body is what? A temple. Temple of the Holy Spirit. And they say, uh, I forgot the number. They say that in the cigarettes there's an umpteenth number of ingredients that you can't even keep up under uh, up under your, your sink in the kitchen. Is how deadly that is. So when a Christian decides to break that change. I think that's a godly change to try to break. Uh, uh, and other things. Uh, many of us get in the mindset of trying to lose weight and they think that that's not a, a godly thing to do, but obesity is running rapid and many of the things that we struggle with within our day and time are kind of obesity related. High blood pressure uh, that leads to strokes and heart attacks and I think that's a good thing to try to say, hey, I want to defeat in 2014 these kind of things. Uh, Whatever it is that you've been going around and around with, could be cursing. You know, I'm I'm not going to curse anymore. I'm not going to gamble anymore. Now, a lot of these things are are good things to to say I'm not going to do. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to get out of this circle. And I'm going to go due north, and I'm going to move forward in what God has called me to do. Uh, 
So we always want to put you in the mindset of change during this time. And, uh, and pray that God will enable you to, as the song says, to break every chain. Amen? Amen. Amen. Tonight, we're going to try to encourage the saints in a message entitled, Power to the Faint. Power to the Faint. We're going to be looking at Isaiah 40, verses 28 through 31. Isaiah 40, verses 28 and 31. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. It's in the King James tonight. Uh, let's read it on three. It's in your handout. One, two, three. Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, faint not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Tonight, again, we're talking about the power, power to the faint, power to the faint. We're going to talk about the question of God, the, the quality of God, and the quest of God. And we want Christians to know tonight that God gives power to the faint. God gives power to the faint. As I looked at this text tonight, I, many times when I teach and preach this, I am overwhelmed by the imagery of text a little later in 30 and 31 and we talk about that eagle and mounting up on wings of eagles and running and, 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 and walking and not faint but I was captivated by the first part of this text tonight uh, it has to do that God has the power uh, to give to those that are faint those that are about to lose it, those that are about to give up, those that are about to possibly lose consciousness in the spiritual realm and give up on God. And, 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 I, and, and I know that we're going through such a hard time as a church and church family and, and family losing loved ones and families coming to the holiday season and, and missing loved ones lost and uh, families and sick and uh, at death's door and, and there's so much that is going on within our church body and in our community and the extended community uh, Sister Faye over there in Winniewood and Melvin's mother and, and uh, even the preacher over there in Winniewood had to have surgery sister Moore and, and the names just go on and on and on and, and and going through a period in time such as that we can we can we can grow weak and we can grow weary and and we can think about giving up we can think about throwing in the towel and we can possibly began to question God because of the circumstances that are surrounding our lives and 
And this text tonight uh, gives us an opportunity to, uh, to question God. This text tonight gives us the opportunity to, to quantify him, whether he's God or whether he's not God. This, this question uh, also identifies his action and his period and time and what he's, he's trying to do in many of your lives tonight. He's trying to give power to the fame. If I was preaching, I would, I would say, say to your neighbor, 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 oh neighbor, oh neighbor, hold your hope, hold your hope, neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, oh neighbor, don't faint, don't faint, neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, oh neighbor, don't give up, don't give up. Thought I heard Jacob say this something. We want to encourage you tonight by this text, and I want you to take this text in. I want you to meditate on this text. I want this text to become a part of your life for the next, and that it may get you to Sunday. And let's look at this little vignette of this text. Of you have heard, of you have understood it. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak. Strength is the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar higher on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and faint. Man, that was from the NLT version of the text, New Living Translation. But as uh, we talked about tonight, the first point is we're going to be talking about questioning God because many times when we, when we go through uh, times such as these, times that, that seem to overtake us, times that we can't understand, times that are heavy burdening us and heavy loading us and uh, uh, we began to question God. Mm-hmm. And many times the question of God is this. Do, do you care, God? Do you care about me? Can, can't you see me? Can, uh, I'm going through all of this, but do you care for me? And there I say there may be some people who are posing the question tonight that this Time magazine posed. This was back in 1966, I believe June the 8th. In 1966, and he posed the question, is God dead? Wow. Is God dead? The truth of the matter is, if any of us here would be transparent tonight and would be bold enough to answer this question, give us a little glimpse into your relationship with God, we pose the question tonight, have you ever questioned God? Have you ever questioned God? Okay. Well, tell me about it. Give me some details. What? Why did you question God? Somebody. I'm, I'm looking for some stories. Mm. Why, why are you 
sharing that tonight. You say you lost your grandparents or at the same time or over a period of time? Within six months. Wow. Wow. Within six months period of time. Wow. And uh, grandparents uh, a lot of time can be a, a hard loss because uh, many of our grandparents were like our parents. And uh, so to lose someone like that uh, it causes you. When you hurt I mean, you heard me. It causes you to question God. Hello, somebody. And, and you can know the right theology. Hello, somebody. But, but your heart, and mo but most people don't even know the right theology. Most people don't even realize that we were born to die. That's what Christianity is about. Uh, this world is not our home. We're just passing through, and that's why we need to be sh uh, sharing the love of Jesus Christ because this is the temporal world and we're headed into an eternal world and if you don't know Jesus hello somebody you're going to miss heaven and end up in that other place called hell and, and that's why we have to we have to teach folks that to let them know but still when you know you know this and, 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 and the thing about it as a teacher and preacher, sometimes you can, you can teach it real good until it happened to you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Dick, go ahead, Chef. I have a two-fold question that is over now. Because the first one started, I was 16, and my dad was killed. And I, I just couldn't understand why God would take my daddy away mm. from me when I needed him the most. Mm. Mm. And then I had sickle cell on top of that, and I didn't know how long, you know, because I had a, a, kin, a, a cousin who died not long after that mm. who had sickle cell. Mm. And, uh, <coughs> and I just felt like, you know, I needed my daddy, and, and then it wasn't too long after that, my, my little cousin, he was uh, he was actually 16, and he had sickle cell, and he died. Hmm. So, and I kept asking God, why? Why why, why are you letting this all this bad stuff happen? Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. you, know, mm -hmm. you know, my daddy first, and then, like I say, Clarence, and then uh, Monty, and then I kept thinking, I'm next. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, I, I, I said that to say this because uh, I, I did understand after I got a little older <coughs> that uh, God said, you know, He put it to me this way. And, and He said, 
son, I'm in Jesus. Mm. I still love him. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, something that it took some years for me to really, really understand. But mm -hmm. I do understand. Mm. And I thank God. Uh, but like you said, uh, we make plans down here on this earth like we're going to be here forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we are not. Yeah. We're passing but I thank the Lord for his giving me understanding. Like I said, I, you know, when he first came into my life, I was a 26-year-old young man, which, you know, before that he was always touching on me. Mm -hmm. And, I, and you know, and I guess you could say I was emotional because I'm 16 and I lost my daddy and I had yeah, super cell and fighting and this and that. And maybe I was a little bit emotional then. You think? <laughs> Hello, you're 16. Hello. <laughs> and, you know, Lord, you know, he let me understand. He, he, he let me live long enough to understand all. That's right. Of it. Amen. Praise I'm grateful that I know that uh, uh, that was just the beginning when my daddy, you know, yeah. as far as I can remember, yeah. he was the beginning. And, and one thing you will notice a lot of times we ask, ask God why. Most of the time, it has to do with death. Yep. Why? Yep. You know, and 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 we notice this all around us, but it's just like it's like you can never get used to it. Have you ever noticed that? It, it always catches you off guard, even if you know they've been sick for a long time. Ooh, but don't let it happen sudden too. I mean, woo. Ask the question why, but God says it's pointed, it's appointed. We're all gonna die someday. Someday. You you don't have to be old either. That's the truth. Hello, somebody. So you know, most of the time that's what has to do with death. Can anybody share anything other than death that, that caused you to ask God why? Yeah, man, I, uh, I just got to graduate high school and start uh, going blind and hmm. couldn't do what I wanted to do and hmm. couldn't see uh, bring up day even now. Hmm. <laughs> you know, the uh, answer of all diseases, why this one? Hmm. 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 You know, uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, just uh, gave me that thought to. Uh, you know, just a whole lot of things I wanted to do, and everything changed. Mm. Uh, you know, even now sometimes I, I question uh, mm. why I have to keep going through this. Mm. And uh, dealing with this, and, uh, it's, uh, you know, it just uh, sometimes I want to run off and go off because uh, you can't. Everything has changed, so you try to, you know, try to deal with the change. Mm. Everything you ever wanted to do and you plan to do, you can't do. Yes, you know, I have a lot of problems with that. You know. I know you can heal, but I know you got the power with water on Well, <laughs> 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 I, I hear you. I struggle badly during the 34 years. Mm. I'm just, you know, it's wearing me out, but uh, he continued to give me strength. Mm. And now, I, uh, since it's been going on so long, I, I focus on how he got me through. 
Yes, yes, sir. And how you keep me. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> instead of, the, you know, uh, uh, the problem, you know, and, you know, that he can, uh, you know, uh, and you have a transplant and all this, and, but, you know, we're going through it. So uh, that's my biggest deal. And if it hadn't been for him, hmm. uh, and just don't tell him where I am. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> but, uh, it would be, uh, it would be really rough. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, uh, what I do. Mm. Know that He knows. Mm. You know what I'm going through. So yes. that's probably what gets me through that, knowing I'm not alone. Yes, Lord. Yeah, and He is providing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for sharing, brother. Sickness. Another one. Yeah, God, I like what he said because when you have faith, you're like, Lord, I know you can do it. <laughs> it reminds me of my relationship with uh, with my stepdad. I call him my stepmonster. And uh, he always had money. Money. He had money right in here in his pocket. Money right in that slot. Money in that slot. He knew where he kept it up. He was an alcoholic, but. When he sobered up, you already know how much money he had. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as a kid, I would ask him for some money. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't give me no money. That made me upset because I knew he had it. Hello. I knew his stash. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he wouldn't give it. You know, and that that man that kind of messed up my relationship with God because you know they say you get your image of who God is from either your your dad or that male figure that was there or even a lack of that male figure that's there. Your image of God. So here I am, have this image of God, of a God who has the power. Yeah. But just don't care enough to do it. Ooh. Hello, somebody. That's what you're going to do. You'll be questioning God. Now, Lord, I know you got the power. Come on now. Touch me. Yeah. I, I see it in the book. It's yeah. right there. I, I, I know you can touch me. You can heal me. Hello, somebody. Why, Lord, have you not touched me? Why have you touched this situation? Why have you touched me? You know? Paul was the same way though, wasn't he? He asked the Lord how many times to take that thorn away. <laughs> Three times. I'm not like Paul. I asked all the time. <laughs> hey, this free time. <laughs> but he said what? My grace. Grace is what? For what? Get down to the good part. For what? His strength is made what? Perfect. Perfect in what? Wow. Weakness. And when death hits, guess what? We become weak. Wow. We have this incurable something that's going on in our body. What is that? Weakness. God says, hey, now I can work. You, you're asking why? Because I, I want you to, to depend upon me. That's why. Hello, somebody. But we all at times question God. 
in the text today, we see the question, has that not known, has that not heard, that the everlasting God, yeah. and this is the right kind of question to ask, though. You ask about who God is. Hello, somebody. Jacob thought that, that and Israel, up in, in verse 27, they, they thought that God didn't see his righteousness. They thought that God didn't see him. But God had to remind them, hey, who I am, I'm, I'm God. I, I see and I know everything. Hello, somebody. Uh, Isaiah 37, 26 says, Have you not heard? Long ago I ordained it. Hello, somebody. In the days of old I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass that you have turned what fortified cities into piles of stone. Have you not heard? Do you not know who I am? You're questioning me. And I always like to say, it's not wrong to question God, but just know you're going to get God's answer. <laughs> and, and, and it may not be what you want to hear. Because you, you, you said, Lord, heal my body. And God is saying, no, I ain't going to heal your body. You're going to have to depend upon me. Hello, somebody. Lord, why did you take my loved one? God said, I really don't have to even answer you why. It's appointed for every man, woman, child to die. It's appointed. And, it, and he's trying to get us to live and, and stop living in temporal terms and start living in eternal terms. And, and, and when we do that, we'll realize that, hey, I, I think I shared oh, three, four years ago when I saw this video the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Guess what? Not many of you. I don't see any of you here, did you? The church was full. And it was a baptism. I think Jackie was getting baptized. It was her something like that. But as they were viewing that, I heard them say, all these people are gone to be with the Lord. All the people that were gone. I mean, that's kind of eerie. You're seeing all these live people and they're gone. Well, we're just passing through. This is not the real world. I don't know if any of you like that, that movie, uh, but, but I like it. I'm not telling you to go out and look at it. But it's called The Matrix, The Matrix, The Matrix. The first one, I ain't too much like the other two. But you had a choice in The Matrix, and I heard another preacher use this example. So you have you can take the red pill or the blue pill. Now, I forget which color meant what, so I'm gonna make it on up <laughs> to illustrate my point. <laughs> so you say you can take this blue pill and you can remain unconscious. You don't you don't have to know what the real world is about. You take this red pill and, and you can get out the matrix and see what's really going on. And, and one man said, boy, why did I take that, that pill to give me the consciousness? So God lets us know, especially in times of death and times of mourning, he lets us know what's really going on. This world is not our home. We're just passing through. 
He knows all your concerns, all your worries. He, he knows he hasn't forgotten you. He loves you. He cares for you. He's, he's trying to grow you up. He's trying to use you uh, to reach your family and friends and loved ones for the gospel of Jesus Christ. He has not forgotten you. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Or neighbor. Or neighbor. God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. Because you got to know the quality of God. The quality of God is not that he cares. Like my stepdad, I mean, he didn't care. Got all that money, couldn't give me a dollar. <laughs> God ain't like that. God loves you. He cares for you. And let's look at this little vignette, and we're going to go on to this next question here. But it's just... God is saying, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Lord is son of God. Power to the faith of him who might be increased. You, faint, weary, young men, fall. They who wait on the Lord shall do Mount up wings Run, not the weariness, walk. question would you share about the weakest point in your life God says he gives strength to the faint has anybody in here ever fainted before <laughs> I know I almost fainted I remember that time we went to that church what was that church at <laughs> yeah, I remember that church whoa it was hot in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what a lot of some of us did fall out that day, didn't we? <laughs> it, was so, <laughs> it was so hot in there. I was sitting in the pool bed. I was like, Lord, I'm about to faint. Let me get out of here and go back to the back room where the air is. <laughs> <laughs> it was, boy, it was hot. Oh, boy. And yeah. Woo. I remember that time. Anybody else faint? Will you fight? You faint that. Church, at home. Now, answer that question. Really, we've all fainted at one time, and, and like in real life, uh, at one time or another, we're gonna need God's power and God's strength, right? Think so. <laughs> he said more than one time. <laughs> you gonna need it a, a bunch of times. Hello, and this is the the quality of God. He says uh, the creator of the the, the ends of the earth. He he faints not, neither is weary. Wait a minute. God has never fainted. Wait a minute. It ain't ever been so hot that God fell out. <laughs> Wait a minute, you saying he ain't ever been weary? Well, that's the answer. Yeah, he's been weary. He's been weary. 
No, no, this is what the word said. Neither is weary. Faith is not. Neither is weary. So it's not a. It says nothing. Nothing. Now, he could he could fix it at any time. So now now what this time I'm trying to do is explain God in anthropomorphic terms, what we usually do and try to explain God, and the Bible does do that. But God is never faint. He is never weary. God is never tired. Wow. That's deep to me. <laughs> That's deep. We got a God that that's just perpetual power. Okay? Perpetual power. Now, if we got a God that it has perpetual power and we are his children, guess what? We shouldn't be fainting and we shouldn't be weary. You say, wait a minute, preacher. I'm, I'm only human. Born to make mistakes. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You're not only human. You got God on the inside of you. Hello, somebody. You have God on the inside of you. I use this illustration all the time. We look around looking for power and strength all around. Just like little Darcy did. Had to go down the yellow big road looking for the wizard. Hello, somebody. <laughs> she discovered that she had the power in her all along. Hello, somebody. And that's what God is trying to let somebody know tonight. That if I'm this, if, if I faint not and, and I'm, I'm neither am weary, then no wonder Jesus can say in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who are what? Weary. Weary and what? And burdened. And burdened and what? I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Heavy laden. Yeah, heavy laden. Uh... And this is what God says. He says, what? Take my yoke upon you and, and learn, what? From, learn me. from me. Yeah. Wow. For, for I am what? Gentle and humble in heart. And what? And you, you will find rest for your soul. Hello, somebody. Because we have a God that's not never faints. Because we got a God that's never weary. He said, come to me. I got the power. I got the strength. But you got to come to me. We like to, we like to go to other stuff. You know, and, and back in the day, and maybe for some today, you go to that bottle. You know that little silver bottle some of us used to carry around? <laughs> Every time we had some stress, we <laughs> take a whip. <laughs> Hello, somebody. That's why, that's why, that's why them herbs are so, uh, <laughs> herbs, y'all know what them herbs is, y'all know what it is. <laughs> back in the day, I don't know what they call them today, but back in the day, they used to call it best, uh, bow, sense, and, and, and when you went through, when you had some little stress, what did you do? <laughs> you used to, used to roll those funny looking cigarettes, and Escape. Hello, somebody. Hello. Okay, we got to tell everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell it all. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but, 
many times we depend upon stuff like that. Yes, when we're weary, we're tired, we're worn, we have stress. And if we hit a stressful time, we was always lit up. Lit up. Hello, somebody. Drunk. Look. Hello, somebody. Don't let me talk about them cigarettes, boy. You, went from, you go through a, from a, a stressful time, you go from one pack a day to two packs a day. In stress. <laughs> Every time your boss talks to you crazy, you got to go out and let, light one up. Ooh, he drives me crazy. <laughs> you know? All kind of escapes. Some of us, you know, maybe we didn't escape that way. We just looked in the movies all the time. Escape. <laughs> what you doing? I'll watch the movie. <laughs> Hello. Young folk escape through uh, PlayStation. Landing all day, escaping from their problems. God said, you can't escape. Come, come unto me. All who are weary and who are heavy laden. And I'm the one that can give you rest. Because, hey, I faint not. You, you, you may be about to faint, but I don't faint. I have perpetual power. Neither am I weary. I, I have perpetual power. But you've got to come to me. Say to your neighbor. 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 Or neighbor. Don't call your neighbor. Don't call your neighbor. Call on God. Call on God. I had a friend like that. He, he would, from once he left work, he'd be on the phone talking to everybody about his problems. From when he went to work to when he went home. I was thinking how he just took an hour just to talk to God. Hello, somebody. Instead of talking to all these people, and God can change the circumstance. He can change you and the circumstance. Man, man. Hello, somebody. God said, come to me because I have the power. And not only that, like I said, he's, he's not like my stepmaster. Are they out already? He's not like my stepmaster. He wants to help us. Hello. Look at this video, and then we'll have to close it out because it's curious. God wants to help us. That's why we talk about the quest of God. What does he do? He don't keep his power to himself. What does he do? He give his power to what? Give his power to the faith. He gives power to the weary. And, and to them that have no mighty what? Increase your strength. Increase your strength. God is not selfish with his power. And that's why we got to learn to tap into his power. Especially in times when we want to question God. We're going through so much. I know some of y'all are going through so much. And it's like, you're like Peter. You're already on the wall. You're already walking. The only way you're going to make it through is you got to keep your eyes focused on Jesus. That, 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 that's the only way because God is already doing some miraculous stuff in your life. But it's through him that you're doing that. And if you, if you take your eyes off of him, you're going to what? Sink. You, you're already out the boat. You're already doing stuff that most folk wouldn't do. Most folk would already lost their mind by now. Hello, somebody. 
Most folk would have already quit by now. Most folk would have already been through divorce by now. Most folk would have already been bankruptcy by now. Most folk would have already quit that job by now. But because yeah. you're dependent upon the Lord, He's giving you strength, but you gotta keep your eyes on Christ. And keep depending upon Him in these new things that are popping up in your life. And the new sickness and the, the, the new deaths and the God says in Psalms 29, 11, the Lord gives strength to his people. Amen. And the Lord blesses his people with peace. Amen. He don't think he's not weary. And he wants to put a part of himself in your life. Amen. But you've got to call on him. You've got to continue to depend on him. Because you, heaven, you realize it by now, you cannot make it without him. Can't, you can't, you just can't do it. You, you in too far. You see the mother boys, they stayed in the boat. <laughs> but you in too far. You had enough nerve to get out of the boat and to walk across the water. You in too deep. Hello, somebody. So you got to keep walking. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's rush the prayer tonight. All who are able want you to get on your knees. And we're going to pray. And God will give power to the faith. Yeah. Some have, have been wanting to faint. Some have already fainted. You need to be revived. I'm going to say a short prayer and then I want you to pour your hearts out to the Lord and then we'll close together. Shall we pray? Father God, your word tonight tells us, Lord, that you give power to the faint. Father God, I know that there are many people listening at the sound of my voice who are faint worthy, Father, because they're going through so much, Lord. They're carrying so much weight and so much pain, Lord, the weight of lost loved ones, the weight of their job and career, the weight of the marriage, the weight of the financial difficulties, the weight of, of church, the weight of marriage, the weight of all of these things are pressing against them, Father, and the devil is trying to destroy them, Father, but I hear your words say that, oh Lord, that you work all things together for good for those that love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that all of these agonies, heartaches, and pains, and concerns, and worries, and trials, and tribulations, Father, that somehow, Father, that you're working together for their good, Father, and that in Jesus' name that we stand on your word tonight, your word says uh, that, that you give power to the faint, Father, and there's somebody here tonight, Father, that's about to faint, uh, oh, Lord, on their loved ones, about to faint, uh, oh, in their marriage, about to faint, financially about to faint father but lord we believe by faith that you're generating your power right now father we stand on your word father you give power to the faint we stand on your word father your word says and to them that have no might you increase strength somebody showed up here tonight with no might father and from that lord you said that you'll increase their strength your word says oh Lord, that you give strength to your people. And Father, says somebody here tonight 
that need strength. And I pray, Lord, that you give them strength. You give them strength tonight. And when they wake up in the morning, meet them there with strength. To my, and when they go through the noonday and run out of strength, you give them strength then. Oh, Lord, you give them strength Friday, Lord, for, for the funeral. You give them strength. Oh, Father, for their family, for their marriage, for their love, and for their children. Father, you say, Lord, oh, that you don't faint. You say, Lord, that you're not weary. And as a result, we can come unto you. Oh, those of us who are weary and have a later, Father, you can give us rest in Jesus' name. And I pray, Lord, right now that you give rest to every bowed knee, every bowed head tonight in Jesus' name. That you give peace. Oh, Lord, that they won't even be able to understand it, Lord. Oh, Lord, as their lives seem to be falling apart, but yet you're going to give them peace, Father, right now in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, you're going to continue to enable them to walk this walk of faith, Father. Some have been walking for a mighty long time, and some know you, like we said Sunday. Some over there, when you deliver them from Egypt, Father, they can believe by faith that you can give them the promise. Hello again, land. this is in Pastor Jesus we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins was buried and rose again on the third day dear god come into my life come into my heart as my lord and savior amen praise the lord if you pray that prayer for the first time then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living king because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. 
We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Weeton, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.